0: Hello, world. Welcome back to my one-person podcast, The Bible Abridged. Today's episode is brought to you by Dai Tin Barbershop. That's D-A-I-T-I-N. It's a barbershop here in Brooklyn. So if you need a haircut and you're in Brooklyn, you should go there. Anyways, moving on. The boringness and redundancy of the next few chapters made me decide to abridge more than I have been. Uh, so here we go. Exodus 27. God gave Moses, or Moses gave the crowd, instructions on how to build the new altar for burning innocent animals for God's amusement. And then more instructions came for building the tabernacle and the courtyard, and then he told them to keep the lamps lit all night. Exodus 28. Next thing on his agenda was Moses got some tailors among the group to make the robes and turbans and sashes for the priests so they could look fabulous. Then he went on to design a special robe for aaron that had bells on it so aaron could come and say hello to god without dying apparently god startles easily so aaron had to wear bells like a house cat exodus 29 well then moses declared or god did through him but come on okay here's how we'll consecrate the priests first we'll go take two rams and a bull not any defective rams or bulls they have to be perfect then we'll give y'all some bread. And then we'll wash your disgusting bodies off. Then we'll pour olive oil all over your head. Then we'll set the bull on fire. And make sure you do weird things with its blood first. and slice open one of the fucking rams too. Then wash its internal organs and set it on fire. Then take the other ram and slaughter it and put its blood all over various parts of your body and splash it on the altar. Then take its fat from its organs and set it on fire with that bread we had earlier will make God happy because he loves the smell of burning flesh. Then eat the remaining parts of the ram. But if any is left in the morning, burn it. And then the next few days, kill a new two-year-old lamb every single day and set it on fire because God loves the smell of burning flesh. And yes, that is a very shortened version of that. That just went on and on and on. Exodus 30. Well, Moses gave instructions on how to build an altar for burning incense, which... I think I prefer to slaughtering animals, dumping their blood all over the place and setting them on fire for God's amusement. Then God totally told Moses, according to Moses anyways, that when they do the census, they should take money from everyone they count, just to make sure there won't be a plague. I mean, at best, this is a shakedown by Moses and Aaron, and at worst, it's God demanding money to keep diseases at bay so they don't kill his so-called chosen people. Anyways, well, then Moses started demanding that they build a wash basin so the priests can wash themselves off real quick so God doesn't kill them. Then he designs some special perfume for them to make, and if anyone other than a priest makes this perfume, they'll be full-on exiled into the fucking desert. Then God made a quick request for a new kind of incense and added, if anyone makes this incense because they like how it smells, and not just for my amusement, fucking exile them into the me-damn desert. Exodus 31. Then God appointed Bezazel and Oholiab to be people who make things. And I'm sure this is your first and last time ever hearing of them. Then he reiterated the importance of not doing anything on the Sabbath. Exodus 32. Well, all this time Moses had been up at the mountain hanging out with God and getting weirder and weirder instructions, or maybe just getting weirder and weirder himself. And the people were either tired of all the new nonsense he was putting down or just assumed he had died up there. Either way, they approached Aaron and said, Make us a new god, one that doesn't hide up there in the mountain and says he'll kill us if we ever see him. Well, Aaron decided this was a rational request, as any logical person would. I mean, if you have a choice in gods, why would you ever choose this one, right? Well, Aaron took all the gold earrings that apparently everyone was wearing, although it's just now being mentioned and made a big old statue of a calf. He then declared, hey, this is your god now. This golden calf is the one who freed you from Egypt, and tomorrow we'll have a big festival to celebrate this statue. And we'll all eat and drink and burn animals and fuck each other like crazy. And then they did exactly that. This new gold calf gave birth to maybe the world's shortest-lived religion, but what a fucking ride it was. Everyone was fucking each other and eating meat and getting drunk and having a grand old time. So, you know, it pissed God off. Back up on the mountain, God told Moses about what was happening and said he was going to kill all of them. Then Moses called him down a little bit. Moses came back down the mountain carrying the tablets that had either the Ten Commandments or all the nonsense we've been going over for the last few episodes written on them. He ran to Joshua, his recently appointed general. Joshua, probably trying to distract Moses, said, Oh man, listen to the sound of a million people having fun. That sounds like war. Moses shot him down right away. That's not the sound of defeat or victory. That sounds like a bunch of fun. Well, the idea of fun made Moses so angry that he smashed the tablets he had been carrying into pieces. Then he single-handedly picked up this statue made of pure fucking gold and burned it into ash. Because whoever wrote this didn't know how gold works and that it's literally impossible to do that. Anyways, Moses made the crowd drink the gold ash from this giant statue that he'd just picked up by himself and thrown into the fire. To give you an idea, the statue, if it was the size of a regular calf would have weighed two fucking tons. And every picture I've seen of it makes it seem like it's even bigger than that. So yes, Moses just picked this fucking thing up and threw it in the fire. (laughs) Anyways, Moses did all of these completely impossible tasks and then scolded Aaron for letting the crowd convince him to do this. Then Moses said to the crowd, whoever still supports my crazy pedantic God, who you're not allowed to see, instead of this gold statue that allowed you to have fun, come with me. And all the Levites, who were also Moses' tribe, followed him. Moses told them, Okay, each of y'all take a sword and kill a shitload of people. They did exactly that. And by the next morning, there were 3,000 dead Hebrews, to which Moses congratulated them. God will bless you for killing all those people, he said. Well, then Moses cursed the rest of the crowd, and a plague broke out. I'm sure the people who paid good money to make sure God would keep the plagues at bay were very upset. Exodus 33. Well, God wasn't done with them. He was so mad and jealous at this inanimate object that the people were only worshipping because he wasn't around that he said, Go! You guys go to the promised land, but you can't go in. Your kids can go in, but you can't. And stay the hell out of my way. On your way. Or I might just kill all of you on the way. Then he said the same thing again. Also, this was Moses saying these things. God didn't say them directly to the crowd, of course. Well, then Moses made a special tent where him and God could meet and have their little chats. Moses and God would speak face to face, it says here in the Bible. Well, Moses started getting insecure over the secretive nature of their relationship and asked to see God's face, the same face he was speaking to as mentioned one sentence ago. God said, you can't see my face. No one can see my face or my glory, or they'll fucking die. Well, either way, Moses asked to see something. And God, with all of his pedantic ways, decided, Okay, go stand by this rock. I'll pass by in my physical form, because I'm a physical being. You can't see my face, but I'll let you see my behind. Exodus 34 Well, Moses used this rock that he was hiding By to see God's behind to remake the big tablet full of rules because he'd smashed the first one. Then God came down, and either God sang a song about himself or Moses sang a song about him. That went, God, God, compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger and always forgives, except He doesn't always forgive and will punish the children and their children for sins their great grandfathers committed. I'm not entirely sure where they got compassionate or gracious or slow to anger out of any of these stories, but yes. Then Moses asked God to forgive the Israelites for being stiff-necked. And God said, just listen to me, and I'll help you kill a shitload of people. Don't make any kind of peace treaties or anything with anyone. Just fucking kill them and destroy all their culturally significant things. Their altars, their poles, their sacred stones, fucking all of it. And of course, don't worship any god but me, because my name is Jealous. I am Jealous, but also my name is Jealous. Don't make any peace treaties with those whoring ladies that will get you to eat food that's been in front of other gods. If you let your son marry these whoring dumb bitches, then your sons will also become whores. Now, here's some rules I already said. Don't make statues. Celebrate Passover. Firstborns belong to me, even donkeys and lambs. Don't come up here in front of me empty handed, even though I'm supposedly everywhere. Take Saturdays off. Give me a bunch of your fruits and blood, but nothing involving yeast. Don't cook a goat in its mother's milk for some reason. And are you writing this down? Moses chiseled all of that away. And the whole thing took 40 days and 30 nights. Wait, sorry. 40 days and 40 nights. Makes sense. When he came back, everyone was afraid to approach him because he looked radiant from being with God and seeing his behind and also speaking with him face to face. But it's possible people were just scared of him because last time they saw him, he picked up a fucking several-ton statue, burned it in the fire, smashed stone tablets, made them all drink the ash he'd made out of gold, which is also impossible, and had 3,000 of them slaughtered. But Moses decided that it was because his face was so radiant, so that's what got written down. And he also decided to wear a veil for a while. Well, Exodus 35 through 40 is just a whole bunch of redundant bullshit, but basically the summary is, Moses had all these things built that we talked about, the Ark of the Covenant, the Tabernacle, all that jazz. And literally, everything else just repeats things that weren't even said. So that's the end of Exodus, and I'll be back soon, maybe a month or so, with Leviticus. And we'll be abridging that as well, because that's also a lot of just, you know, rules and shit. But anyways, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, have a great time.